0: of block talk presented by theater of the now i'm your host as always michael block if you love the podcast make sure you subscribe on apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there you're about to listen to part three of block talks ultimate disney song showdown the first of many new themed showdowns where we try to discover the best of disney drag and beyond be sure to listen to part one and part two of this series to get the full experience if you have a theme, category, or fandom you think deserves a showdown, be sure to hit me up. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, follow us on Twitter, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. We're almost there! At last, I can see the light as we are in the final preliminary round of the Ultimate Disney Song Showdown, as we're into the unknown territory of the 21st century. Joining me are some fixer-uppers, Harry Olegrande and Tim Bell. Hello. 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 Hi. Uh, We were supposed to have Marilyn Monroe with us as well as our fourth panelist, but um, she is MIA at the moment. Um, She may pop in at the middle of the podcast. We don't know. But we are going to proceed forward because, you know, time is of the essence and- We we got plans. So, today we are going to discuss the twenty first century Disney animated films. Before we do that, how are you both? I'm alive. Yeah, me too. Yeah, barely. Ups and downs, ebbs
1: and flows, but feeling good. Excited to be here.
0: Thanks for having me. Yeah, and um, the other ones we 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 disclosed our locations. I'm in Astoria. I'm in Astoria. I'm in Orlando, Florida, yeah, there we go. we, we love love the diversity here. Um, so when we also discussed what your relationship or our relationships were with Disney as a company, a franchise, all that fun stuff. and we all we learned my backstory in, in the first podcast. But what is your relationships both with Disney? Tim, you want to go? Sure. I mean, growing up with it obviously is
2: is a huge part of me. Um, but now I work for Disney World, and that's pretty cool. So I get to, you know, work with the characters. I get to work with uh, people who have not grown up with Disney and are kind of coming into it later. So it's interesting to see from someone who's had it their entire lives and knows the movies, knows the music, and then someone who kind of comes into it.
0: So Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I
1: simil- similarly also grew up with Disney, huge Disney household um and i do have a really good best friend my sister who lives and works down in orlando tin you actually know her miss katie beck um and so i've been very fortunate enough to be on her journey with her and visit her at least once a year and go to parks and have all of the inner working knowledge without actually being in the full disney bubble um but let's be honest i'm there anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Wow. It, i mean disney is a fandom and it, it's one of those fandoms where it does not know age you can be any age and still be a disney fan and that's what is so magical about everything disney and like i'm excited that i'm getting to expand the podcast and include disney a little more uh, because I, after recording the first few this is not the only uh showdown we'll be doing on block talk um <laughs> i mean have a battle for which is the next one we're going to do um cuz I have so many ideas but I'm excited to get into the 21st century because it's a very interesting um I guess 20 years now of animated films and how it it, it took an interesting turn past the renaissance years Indeed, um it. but yeah so we're going to discuss the 21st century Disney animated films within the Disney Animation Studios canon from Fantasia 2000 to Frozen 2 this list will not include any Pixar, Disney Toon Studios, live action, or mixed live action animation films. The reason for this, keep it simple. We would have an overabundance of options, and we'll do showdowns for those later. Um, so we will discuss, discuss my list of songs, cut eight initial songs from this list. If my panelists have pitched a song, additional songs will be included. So it can be up to 11, potentially. After the three preliminary rounds, we will have a final total of 64 songs going into a bracket to determine the ultimate Disney song. So what is the criteria to move forward? Impact, pop culture, composition, use in movie awards, whatever we deem it to be, because we all have our own uh, scoring system, uh, whether we put it into points or we just talk about it. Um, We all have our own feelings, and that's what's so exciting about um, bringing people together who have different Disney vantage points. Before we begin, I want to reveal what movies we will not have discussions about, because they do not have any representation on this list. They include Fantasia 2000, Dinosaur, The Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis The Lost Empire, Treasure Planet, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Winnie the Pooh, Wreck-It Ralph, Big Hero 6, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Because they didn't really have any songs.
1: Eartha Kitt almost had a song in *Emperor's she, New Groove*. She
0: almost did. Then they put in the, um, the animated series.
1: And there is a there is a song in *Emperor's New Groove*. There's a couple.
0: The, yeah, but they're just they're the, are they even close to being what's on this list? No. I mean, you could have pitched it, but no one pitched it. I know. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna go through it, and again, we all have opinions, and I'm excited to hear what they're gonna be. Shall we get into it? Sure. Let's go. Alright, so we are going to start off in 2002 with Lilo and Stitch with the song Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. It is written by Alan Silvestri and Mark Kalehi performed by Mark Kalehi and the Kamahama, I fucked that up and I don't care, School's Children Chorus. It is played as Lilo, Nani, David, and Stitch are having a surf day and it's been covered by the likes of Jump 5 and Baja Men. What do we think about this song? Oh, Harry, okay. let's have feelings. I love it. Okay. It gives you that
1: montage moment. It's like, you know, they we're being cute little family, definitely needed to happen in the story. And I sure. specifically remember, like, seeing the music video for it, like, on Disney Channel, because I think uh-huh. that was still the age that I was watching you know, Disney Channel for stuff. Sure. So I'm for it. I'm for it, I love it. Yeah, and I so think, it's, you
2: have to go I ahead. guess plot points in the movie, I feel like it's the first moment that Stitch really feels included in something, and that he feels a part of the family. He feels the Ohana. He does. Yeah. Um, and everybody loves David. Yeah. <laughs> and his nice hair.
0: Well, so. what's interesting is like, this is a montage moment. It's not a quote unquote, musical moment where a character breaks out into song and we hear what they're thinking because um, for the listeners who were part of um, who listened to the 90s you will know that was a big sticking point to some of our panelists um, because spoiler alert they wanted to cut all of Tarzan and I was like fuck you all wow um, no, yeah it was bad yeah. um, because they said it was not a well Disney that's musical moment. narration
2: too exactly that it enhances
0: so, the exactly it's a, it's a different style of storytelling and music yes. and they were not for it but it seems our panel here is okay with that kind of thing
2: and i'm gonna I'm, bring I, it up I, later
0: yeah i mean because i it
2: have a point change. about this for brother bear
1: yeah right it may totally change but i think in this moment in this song especially the only thing representing from lilo and stitch really is it right because everything else was elvis and that's not a disney song right It. it's totally it just works. It's so good. And it also it um opens this whole like new language for people. Sure. You know, um, which is inclusive of a culture and of a people that maybe children don't know. So yeah. I I'm here for I it. I mean,
0: I will I will be I I will be honest. I would have put this on as a potential cut song for me personally, but I think you two are here for it and if we want to push it forward, I'm here for it. Push it, yeah. baby. Push it. All right, we'll push it Push forward. it real good. Oh, I almost said that. <laughs> Look at us. Moving on to our next film. It is 2003. Brother Bear. Starting off with Look Through My Eyes, written by Phil Collins. It is an end credit song performed by Phil Collins. It was eventually recorded by Everlife for the Bridge to Terabithia soundtrack and for Disney Mania 4. Um, I think... For me, when I was going through Brother Bear, it was really interesting and hard to decide what could be on this list, because there's good songs, but none of them really, except for maybe one, have stood the test of time. They don't really exist much, except for one, which we'll discuss next.
2: And I think a lot of the issue, and it's a thing that happens with Tarzan, and I think they tried to replicate it in Brother Bear, where the music is providing narration and kind of like overarching feeling with Phil Collins, but it's just not successful because I feel like, especially with look through my eyes, it feels so generic. Sure. It feels like a generic early 2000s American song. Idol song.
0: Like, yeah, it's a beautiful song. Lyrics are great, but is it a Disney song? Well, I think also the fact that you bring up
1: that it's end credits where in Tarzan you have It being pushed through of a narrative. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we're about to go on to the next one, which does it differently. So like some people may not even stick around to hear this unless you're fully listening to the soundtrack, which I personally have never done. I only recently saw Brother Bear and this didn't I have no real recollection of it.
0: Sure. So does it do we feel like this is definitely a chopping block song?
1: Yes, but also I just want to say like Phil Collins.
0: Well, right. I mean, yes. let, let, let's move on to our next song, which I personally think should move forward if we're going to push the song forward. It's Welcome from Brother Bear, written by Agreed. Phil Collins. It is performed by the Blind Boys of Alabama and Phil and Collins as Keen adjusts to the bear community. <laughs> um, it's good. It is, yeah. It is featured in the Parade of Dreams parade for the 50th anniversary of Disneyland and covered by Jump 5 for Disney Mania 2. Because it Jump didn't... Five. <laughs> Jump Five is an early 2000s Christian um, kids band. Yeah, I forgot so about what? them, but they had some good music.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I think because this song was included in the parade and this is the only song that made the crossover to having a Disney journey. And it's a really beautiful song. Thoughts? Tim? I'm not a big fan of it. No.
2: I, I I just feel like it. I don't know. I'm trying to th- put together
1: my feelings on it. Okay, then I'll go. Um, be- maybe because yes. maybe I'll, if something I say will spur within you. Well, I think it's. I think it's necessary for the for the story, um, as a you know cubish gay man I like enjoy the welcoming into the bear (laughs) community um Phil like Phil Collins sounds great on it um Mm -hmm. I, I haven't heard the covers and I also didn't know that it was used by Disney so for me that's some sort of criteria that like they the powers who be feel some way to it to use it in a 50th anniversary. But that also could just be of like, oh, we need to include Brother Bear. So let's just give sure, this sure or, or I, I think... to include early 2000s. So let's just use this. But if we're gonna have, we can put on the chop and not, and re, we're revisiting, right? Sure, so that's absolutely. one and done. Because I, I do like it and I would like to have a representation of Brother Bear in the end. So I would, I, I don't know,
0: Tim. I, I, I personally would like to move it forward, but if if you want to put it on the chopping block and discuss it later, I'm cool with that. I'm for the chopping block. We can discuss it. We can have a second discussion. All right. Come around.
1: Just, well, we don't, we don't have a lot that we could chop, though. So, like, I mean, don't I guess know that. Okay, don't know this yet. is only the third song, but I'm going to say let's have a second discussion. So I'll okay, chop it right. as well. Because well, there I'm, are, like, some other good
0: ones happening. Yeah, so. Because I let my panelists uh, pitch things, I did have a pitch from Marilyn, which would have been from Brother Bear. Uh, her pitch was for No Way Out, um, written by Phil Collins, performed by Phil Collins as Kenai tells Coda the story about him and the Great Spirit. As we learn that Kenai's meeting with Coda was not a coincidence, but destiny. Um, originally, the song was not going to be used, but was added in to cover, hearing Ke- um, to cover hearing Kenai telling Coda about his mother's death because kids didn't want to hear about, you know, death. So, No Way Out. I will say, not a memorable song in my opinion. I don't remember it at all. I don't,
2: and I watched it this morning.
0: (laughs) Because, like, the thing is, is, like, the scene is already heavy because you know what Keen Eye is telling Coda. Right. That you're trying to process, like, the emotions more than the, the mood. It's a pretty song. Is it my favorite from the movie? No, I don't think so. On my way is my favorite from Brother Bear. I love On My Way, mm-hmm. but it's not on the list. It's not on the list.
1: All right, let's
0: chop it. All right, let's put it on the chop block. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, right, I, right. I don't. There's. It doesn't sound like there's any uh, support for it. Period. Um, I mean, I would have loved to hear what Marilyn had to say about it because obviously it was an important song for her. But we're cutting it for now. We're gonna move on. 2004 to the grand movie Home on the Range starting with Little Patch of Heaven Music It's by so
2: Alan. cute It's
0: <laughs> it really is. cute Music no, no. by Alan Mankin, lyrics by G- Glenn Slater It is performed by Katie Lang as Maggie is brought to her new home at Patch of Heaven It's a cute song, it's a cute moment um i included it because katie lang does sing it stunningly it's a it, it's a it, nice underscoring for the moment is it my favorite from the movie no would it be the one that i would push through from home in the range no
2: i'd push it through because okay. it's so
0: nice it's so very western it's so
2: yeah just feel good that's mm-hmm. what that period of disney needed they needed to feel good
0: Right, and it's bringing Alan Menken back into the Disney fold after a pretty significant hiatus. Are we allowed to, like,
1: discuss them together or no?
0: If you want to, I mean, let me do the segue into the next song okay. that we have from Home on the Range, which is Will the Sun of Ever Shine Again? Music by Alan Menken, lyrics by Glenn Slater. It is performed by Bonnie Raitt. Um, the song was written in reaction to the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Oh, that's so, heavy. yeah, it, it, it's heavy, and knowing, knowing that, and then, like, what's happening in the movie at that time, you're like, ooh, this is scary and sad. Because, I don't know, like, they're so, they're both saying, both saying,
1: they're both sung so beautifully, mm-hmm. and they both have the same, like, Western little take. Bonnie Raitt sounds so beautiful, mm-hmm. and they're kind of, like, complete opposites. Right. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. The Sun Never
0: so, Shine Again was included on, in, in the show, on the record. For anyone who doesn't know that musical, which was the um, slightly jukebox um, touring production that featured Ashley Brown of Mary Poppins fame, um, of these four singers who sing the music of Disney, Um, this was included in the show.
1: Nice. I would, I think I would push through... um, Some? I think so. No, I was gonna say Little Patch of Heaven.
0: Oh, interesting okay because it's just a little bit warmer
1: mm-hmm I okay. feel that yeah and they, it's a better it's a better it's a better like storytelling of the scene of like you know she's she's you know just newly somewhere arrived. somewhere
2: new this tiny little farm there's yeah,
0: a little piece of heaven
2: yeah with the curmudgeonony goat yeah. Jeb
0: Jeb you Okay, so let then let, let's push forward little patch of heaven and we'll put will the sunshine again on the chopping block. Um I think for me that's that's not only
1: having 3 because it's kind of like a very easy push or not, you know. Yeah,
0: I mean because I I feel like that one it would be toward the top of my list of the songs potentially on the chopping block right now that would make it through, but we shall see cuz we we got some we got some fun coming up. Yeah. We're going to move on to the year 2008 after a four-year jump because there's movies in between that we're not including. Uh, the song is I Thought I Lost You from Bolt. Music by Jeffrey Steele. Lyrics by Jeffrey Steele and Miley Cyrus. The song is performed by John Travolta and Miley Cyrus for the end credits. Then, And the song was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Original Song. Um, It's a very 2008 pop song. It's really cute. Um, it was Miley even, Cyrus in her... Yeah. In
2: her disney channel period yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really. i do cute. love bolt though i love bolt the movie it's a
1: it's, a fun, it's cute so movie.
2: cute and um, the pigeons the pigeons are my favorite
1: so i haven't watched it yet because it's not in my um timeline yet yeah but i think i've seen it once in pieces listen to the song i would say yes i think yeah, it does a good job i think it's it's definitely one of those that's like a representation of just a song for the movie and ha- really has nothing to do, like, you know. It's a yeah. single. It's a single from yeah, the it movie. Is.
0: It, it is a an, another end credit song, but because it did have, because it did make it to the radio, kind of, like, it, it does get a little boost as opposed to other end credit songs. Um... I, I I'm not sure if I it's like an one that I would man like automatically push forward, but I I'm I'm here for it because the sound is different than a lot of what we're going to get later. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'll push through. All right. It's going through right now. So what okay. do we get for push through? We, we'll we'll get through it later. We, I don't own. want that to influence anything. Okay. Um. But I mean, again, take your notes if you wanna. We are now moving on to what's going to be a very interesting moment in um, this podcast. Um, It is 2009, and we're going to discuss The Princess and the Frog. Buckle up, kids, because there's a lot to discuss. Um, We're going to go through them individually, starting off with Down in New Orleans. Um, The song is written by Randy Newman, making his Disney animation debut, because he did a lot of Pixar. Um, He also did James and the Giant Peach. Yeah, well, that's... That's not Disney animation. That's not one of those. But no, he's. Is that he's Skellington. From... I think so. Because it's Tim, Tim Burton, right?
2: No, it was um, no.
0: uh, Henry Selick. Oh. Who That's... did Nightmare? Right. Well, same, same style, but yeah. Um. Yeah. Down in New Orleans, song um is performed in the prologue and the finale by Anika Nani Rose, as Tiana, and later by Dr. John in the actual movie. Um. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. You know what? I don't agree with that. Me either.
2: <gasps> I love it.
0: I, this is one. I love it. This is one from Princess of the Frog I would cut. I would say it's oh. like my favorite. But I will
1: give that it does set story and scene.
0: Absolutely. Like very,
1: like very well. Opens it. You know, where are we? This is what it is. This is going to be the set and the pace of the movie, but... And the feel. Yeah, that's... It definitely sets it up super well. I don't know, maybe I'm talking myself out of it.
0: What's interesting, though, is compared to the other entries we're going to get from Princess of the Frog, this is the narration when you have the others that are musical moments. Right. So it's, it's like, which do we value more because are we going to push through all the songs from Prince of the Frog? I don't know. So I would put Down in New Orleans as a potential chopping block because I think there are others that are absolutely moving forward. I would too. All right. I guess I'll all right. agree with you then. Right. I mean, again, we, you can pitch it later. Um, yeah. We to go through them. But now we're going to talk about one that's probably moving forward, no doubt. It's almost there. Uh, written by Randy Newman, performed by Anika Nani Rose as She Dreams for Dream Restaurant. The song was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Song.
1: So they went up against each other? That's always so weird to me. It,
0: that happens many, many times. Um, I mean, right. I think Beauty and the Beast had two or three. No, I, I know.
1: It's just silly.
0: It is. Because um, then you're like, well, I want to only pick one, and then that doesn't even get through. So you're like, pitch them all, take them all. Right. Um, Almost there, I think, is a brilliant little i want song and it really defines tiana um as this beautiful bright spirit and this strong independent woman who is going to do something that and in this time period doesn't happen so i think it's a really beautiful moment anika nani rose sounds gorgeous um i love the song
2: so here's a question Go and ahead. I know we're
0: just doing the songs, but then
2: I feel like the animation sequence just for this song oh, is yeah. so important, beautiful too. Absolutely. I mean that
0: that's what part this of our, song is. Yeah, we, we definitely included that in one um. We're all allowed to others. talk about
1: all of our yeah. about any criteria that we want, right? So yeah, like I would absolutely. agree with you, Tim. Like it, it's also like it's so much heavier because it is the first, you know, Princess of Color, which mm-hmm. is um well, I guess not of color,
0: because no, the first. Well, she's uh, green for ninety percent of the movie. Okay, uh, yes. <laughs> she's green for most of it. For ninety percent of the movie. <laughs> that's fair. Um,
1: so it's it like it it holds this whole like different story, even just like the title with that. And I just I think it can't it can't be touched like that's it's.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think, and I it's think.
2: a very like Cinderella of the twenties moment, which I love too.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, this this definitely is one of those moments where they do depart normal Disney animation, but it's for a good reason. The Art Deco is just stunning, and like it's so. Uh, I want to go to um, Tiana's place. Absolutely, it's going to be on a cruise ship. I think
2: on one of the new ones.
0: Yeah, I mean they have like the 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 little version of it, but they're going to do the big versions. I'm excited. Um, so I think this song is a shoe in to move forward absolutely okay we are now going to discuss when we're human written by randy newman performed by michael leon Woolley as lewis and nikonani rose as tiana and bruno campos as prince naveen as they head to see voodoo queen mama Odie in order to change each of them into humans the song has been compared to human again the cut song and ultimate revived in the musical of beauty and the beast i love this song i think it's so much fun it's a cool sequence is it moving forward? I'm not necessarily sure. It's not my favorite.
2: I love Big A Little Beeper is my other really, really favorite song mm-hmm. from Princess and the Frog. And that was almost my pitch. But then I yeah. went with another one. Okay. And um and I like the song. It's very nice, but it is very it's very human again. And it it's is. that's kind of takes it away from me.
0: Yeah, it it's definitely I... It was one of those moments in the movie where you need that levity, you needed the happiness, you needed like the the comic moment, and that's why it's there. I wish Lewis got his own like big number. I wish he had his yeah. own song. That's what I think. And he could have been all Lewis, but they didn't mm-hmm. do that. Cariola?
1: I um it's more of a throwaway for me. Yeah, than, I'm here for it. Than down in New Orleans. Like I think I would prefer to chop it. Okay, let's put it on the chop block. But, like, can we bring back... Dig a little deeper? Can we bring back down well,
0: into our well, well, I mean, we'll, we'll, go, we'll, go we'll, right we'll go through them all. We'll go through them all. Well, now we have a Tim pitch. Um, we are talking about Friends on the Other Side from Prince and the Frog, written by Randy Newman, performed by Keith David as Dr. Facilier as he lures Naveen into a deal. Um, the song has drawn comparison to Poor Unfortunate Soul, as the villain showcases their ability in hopes of drawing in their victim to trust them.
2: Tim, you pitched This it. is the first comparison it. I've ever heard to Poor Unfortunate Souls, and I love that. Because I think, in accordance with Poor Unfortunate Souls, it has one of the best hooks of all time. The bum 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 yeah, it's, it's so menacing. good. It's so fantastic. The change of... Um, what is it in the middle when he starts to do the voodoo magic and it all goes into like neon mm-hmm. and that kind of was it black light kind of stuff? It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. And, um, who's the gentleman that sang it? Who's the actor? Uh, Keith David. He is a, so good just his slick vocals and it's, it's so good. Also I just it's love very, this song.
1: It, it's very receptive in like the parks and stuff, you know. Like, I know, oh, like, doctor, all over. like, Dr. Facilier is. He be, First a part of the You know, he's a part yeah. of all of the mm-hmm. villain. You know, merch and and um...
0: he, he's defined himself as a Disney villain.
1: Yeah, so I think that that was and, a great pitch. And I um, think... and for
0: those who are fans of the show Community, this is Elroy um, from I think the last season, the season before the last. Season? Oh,
1: I didn't make it past like four on that. <laughs>
0: yeah, he he is one of the additional when uh, additional actors they brought in as the, the taking over the old guy quota um but yeah i think it's a good it's it's a good disney villain song is it in the top 64 that's why we're here to debate it i'm not sure i would put it in my top 64 but i think it's a good song and i'm okay pushing it forward right now i'm just thinking with the addition of the princess
2: and the frog refurbishment for splash mountain just going up the uh yeah up the ramp then just hearing that dun 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 could be good
0: terrifying yeah. I'm so in love with that. So how are we feeling, friends on the other side? I'll push it. All right. I'm pushing. All right, friends. Um, this is my podcast. You can do things when I say we want to do things because I'm going to say I fucked up this list. I fucked up this list, and I'm calling an audible. We're adding a song to the list. This is my audible pitch. We're putting in, dig a little deeper. Let's discuss it. Um, yes. I fucked Jennifer up so badly. This is so. Good. I fucked up so badly. Okay, <laughs> written by Randy Newman, performed by Jennifer Lewis as Mama Odie with the Pinnacle Gospel Chorus. The cover. There's a cover of the song performed by China Ann McClain during the end credits of Descendants Three. I will say that I started working on this list when we got the announcement of Splash Mountain being changed into Princess of the Frog. As a lover of. Splash Mountain, I was a little bitter. I was like, fuck, fuck Francis and the Frog. Was it necessary? Did it need to happen? Yes. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss some of the music. I watched a video this week where they were talking about what the new overlay was going to be like. And they showed the video of um, the riverboat and put, dig a little deeper on top of it. And I said, okay, you just won me over but the roseated spoonbills, I can just see it. I can see I that see riverboat. So, Absolutely. So if we're if if I had to only put two songs from Prince of the Frog, this would be my second song. I love this song so much. It's and it so can't be Jennifer Lewis.
2: She's fantastic. Right. She, and Mama Odie, the little old blind lady with a snake best friend. It's so good. It's and it's they, they use a really this in song. the parks a lot too. They use it they for do. the main stage.
0: So and I, I, has I, the
2: cutest outfit for it.
0: Yeah, I apologize. And the Jean is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for not putting this on the list originally, but I I had to. I had to call an audible here. It needed All right, to be done. right,
1: let's do it. Push it.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm glad because this was the one big gripe that I did have with this list.
0: <laughs> Listen, if you pitched this one, it would have been fine. Um, but it just means we have to cut a couple more because we had this as another pitch. All right, so we're done with Prince and the Frog. Um, It seems like it could be a very heavy Prince of the Frog list later on, but we'll see. Um, We're moving on to a year later. It's 2010, and we're going to discuss Tangled. Uh, First up is When Will My Life Begin, music by Alan Mink and lyrics by Glenn Slater, performed by Mandy Moore as Rapunzel, as the bored princess just stays in her tower doing the same thing every day. The song serves as a typical I want song. Is it the strongest I want song in the Disney canon? Not a fucking chance. Is it a cute moment?
2: Sure. And it's a wonderful introduction to Rapunzel.
0: It I is. love
2: this song. It does. Yeah, I
0: agree. It's not the strongest in the movie. No, and that's the thing. It's like, are we going to push through all three songs? Maybe not. Is no. this is this going to be the one that gets cut? Probably, maybe.
1: I think I agree as well. Like it, it's. If we're talking about the like I want song that like that we just pushed through like uh, for almost there like it's there's no comparison like Mandy Moore is super sweet yes it tells the story about the princess and the journey that they're about to go on, but even just from twenty first century of almost there pushing it through like it's just not it it's not quite there,
0: yeah almost there
1: but not quite hey. what was that noise? I almost did that joke, but then something happened with my sound again. So. Yeah,
0: that, I was like, what is that noise? Okay, here we go. Um, I think that let's put it on the chopping block. Is it possible? It may make it. Sure, but I would rather discuss the other two songs first. No. Next up, from Tangled, Mother Knows Best. Written by Alan Mankin and Glenn Slater, performed by Donna Murphy as Mother Gothel to Rapunzel about how bad and dangerous the world outside of her tower is. The song has similarities to Stay in Here from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um and is very much the witch from Into the Woods. I mean, if it's you want to taste the Hunchback? So no, the song is no, similar. Oh, okay. Because um, um, Froload is the same thing uh, yes, to yes, yes, yes. Um I mean, just from a gay perspective, the amount of times Mother Knows Best has been used by a fucking drag queen, that has a lot of merit for this song right now.
1: Gonna but
0: it's a good villain song because it's so sweet, but she's a cunt. Love this may be, I this love. This may that. be the best song from the movie. Ooh, that, that's a very strong claim. It is, but, I mean... So what do we think about Mother Knows Best? I love it. I'd push it through. It I has one of my favorite called.
2: lyrics of all time, which is the... Get chubby.
0: <laughs> it's just
2: yeah. so nasty. It is a nasty song. Yeah. Wrapped up in a beautiful candy wrapper.
0: Yeah, it's a really, really good song. Um, and it's a good depiction of Mother Gothel as, like, this motherly figure who is not meant to be a mother.
1: hmm it also gives you a little bit of like um what what are her true intentions? Like does she like you know it's a play on does mother actually know best cuz like I think there it's hard cuz there is some good in her a little bit. Mm-hmm. She just can't keep it, you know. Yeah. And her and she's just more selfish than she is good. Absolutely. But I think it it is that nice little play on it, you know?
0: Yeah, okay. I th- and I think that's what is so good about the song. Is like, yeah. It's a good twist on a villain who has good intentions but executes it pretty shittily.
2: I don't think she has good intentions at all, though. She's no? for the hair, that's it, because you know that when she got right. it, nothing's... But... I think Mother Gothel's horrible to the core. I don't think she... she takes
1: care of this thing because she needs what this thing provides. Okay,
0: sure, sure.
1: Right, but that's why it—that's why it's so good, is because you're just like, mm-hmm. you still don't know yet, and you're
0: trying to, and you know, so... But as a song, I think it's definitely going to move forward. I think yeah. yes. Great. And finally, from Tangled, we have I See the Light, written by Alan Menken and Glenn Slater. And the song is sung by Mandy Moore as Rapunzel, and Zachary Levi as Flynn Rider as... As he fulfills her dreams of seeing the floating lights. The song was nominated for an Academy Award for best original song. I'm just gonna say I don't like the song, but I appreciate the song for what it has done for Disney.
2: This is my second favorite Disney love song after Cinderella.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I think this is... Definitely a great love song that we haven't heard yet in this time period, Mm -hmm. because we didn't really get one of these in Princess and the Frog. Not at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think it compares to what we may hear when we hit, you know, the big F word. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I would move the song forward just before the impact of the award. And because it is a um, important love song um, is it kiss the girl? Not a chance. It's basically, like no. you can overlay both songs and moments, and it's the same moment. Um, is it one of Alan Menken's better songs? No, but it. it, it... I think well, it, it is though. It's really beautiful. Okay. Talk I think about It's it. a beautiful song.
1: I do too. I would push it. I, would yeah, push
0: I mean, it. I'm, I, I would
2: absolutely push it. Um, and just the I... moments when uh, how just light it is, and how not light is feeling, but light as in, I don't know how am I describing it? But just uh, the moment when it goes, and the last see, da, da 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 It's so just airy and so yeah. beautiful. Just these two people who it, are finally also, seeing each other in moments that
1: they see what they want. It's mm-hmm. great for Mandy's voice too. Yeah. Like, and who is it? Like, is
0: it Zachary Levi? Yeah, Zach Levi. I oh, also God, have a gorgeous like, voice.
1: Yeah. yeah, I have a soft spot for Flynn. Oh, so Mm -hmm. do I.
0: No, so Um, that
1: also plays into a little bit too because you're just like, oh, you are so dreamy. So push it real good. Yeah, I
0: think for me, like if I, in the 90s, you have a lot of Alan Menken songs that have so much power behind it. I see the light is so stripped down. And I think that's where I'm missing my love for it is I want a little more in the orchestrations. But I think that's also why people are, are, Fond of it is because it is so simple and sweet and authentic. But that
1: is very many more, also.
0: Exactly. So pushing it forward, we're going to the big F word. Yeah, let's 2013, go. 2013, Frozen. All right. I know listeners, you're going to probably scream at your phones and say, "Why did you not include this song? Why did you d- include this one?" This took th- th- this was a lot of thinking. There are no pitches for Frozen, but we will discuss the four that I proposed. If there are things you disagree with feel free to talk about it, but those are not going through. These four are the ones we're discussing and we're starting off with, do you want to build a snowman Uh, written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez, it is performed by Anna at three ages voiced by Katie Lopez Agatha Lee Mon and Kristen Bell Anna sings to um, Elsa as she tries to convince Elsa to leave her room this song has definitely been parodied all over the place i mean Paige turner has do you want to have a threesome it is a cute moment it is very important to the story is this the song that i think should move forward into from frozen no no, but no. Think about, what, it's so cute though it's i so do cute. love
2: it a lot but there's so many other good songs from frozen as exactly well,
0: to go forward with yeah but I think it was important to include in this list because it is, um, it was, it is a journey song in a in the sense that we do have a time lapse and that's something we don't we've really never seen in a Disney movie like this, where you have a singular character going from three ages, singing to her sister. We see it in a *Hakuna Matata*. Well, I mean that's only like a one one gap, um, and it's not even and yeah, we, similar. But this one is cutesy and who i mean how many times have you texted a friend when it snows and said do you want to build a snowman i sure I have in florida exactly i'm all allowed the to time. Have snowmen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think it's good like and the emotional moment of after the parents die spoiler and uh. when anna asks it again you're just like oh my heart
1: uh yeah like that's the thing is like i've definitely like cried to this it invoked mm-hmm. so much emotion more so than I think any of the songs in Frozen. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I would push it.
2: I'm pushing it. I've changed my tune. I'm pushing it. I Yay. think it's a wonderful song.
0: All right. I guess we're going to I push forget this how one much forward. I really
2: love it. That's the thing about Frozen. Is when I listen to the music game, I'm like, right, I love this. This is amazing.
0: Yeah. I think the only re- one reason why I would not push it forward is sequentially it works for the movie when you listen to it out of context just the soundtrack there's so much orchestration that you kind of lose the Disney song of it but for the movie it works you know what I mean there's so much like animation happening that you don't hear when you're listening to the soundtrack but you kind of
2: um, do hear it that, when the boat sings, you hear that and you feel that
0: yeah, yeah like, I guess. you know that bad things are happening yeah I mean I think it's almost like a 50-50 split of orchestration versus lyrics
1: i think they do it really really well there's a lot packed in there
2: mm-hmm.
1: for both like story and characterization and like like this one moment literally pivots the whole entire story sure. and separates them for very like it starts the begrudging
0: yeah mm-hmm. i mean this this is I guess, and I want. This isn't I want song with a, a twist. Uh Anna's not saying I so want. Clever. Right, it's not saying I want. It's I. Do you want? Um, it, it's 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 heartbreaking. Cry, yes,
1: push it through.
0: Okay, all right, we're gonna discuss. Um, the next one, which is Love is an Open Door, written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez, sung by Kristen Bell as Anna and Santino Fontana as Hans, as the two meet and realize that not only will they finish each other's sandwiches, that they will not, they will not shut each other out and thusly get engaged. It is technically a hero-villain duet, and those are very rare in the Disney canon. I've never thought about that, but a, you're right. Yeah, it is a uh, hero-villain duet. Yeah. But it's because I, he
1: don't know, so
0: is it? Well, he, no. He. You look at him, you're like, oh, he's he's a bad man. Um, I, I was gagged this the first time. I was gagged. Yeah, I really? was gagged
2: the first time. Yeah, oh my god, I did not see it coming. It was so good. See, I, I Cause mean... He,
0: he's, the whole time there, he's like, we've got to find her, we got to help them. we got to do it. Writer, don't kill Elsa when you find her. For me as a writer, I was like, there, is, there has to be a twist somewhere. And we already know that Disney pivoted on making Elsa a villain. So I knew someone in, on the good side was going to be a villain. And I knew Kristoff was not going to make that turn. So that's where I was like, when I watched the movie, that's the things that went through in my head. But yeah, for sure. I try not to analyze. I just go with <laughs> yeah.
1: it. I just This let song it take. is pretty Thank fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has been parodied and done. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many like dads with their daughters have yeah. lip synced to it, and vice versa. And... Cariola
0: and Seraphim. Did we? You did. You did it both ways. You both did po- both parts. You...
1: Ugh, you, I used to get so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> At my
0: yeah, it was. Um, it was really cute because um, when I guess you let her decide uh, what duet you were going to do and that's the one she picked so we each swapped yeah I remember um I I would push this one through more than I would Do You Wanna Build a Snowman so I'm for pushing this forward I get nervous later on with the list because there are other things that I would like to push forward that may end up getting cut but we'll see I think there's no doubt this is a good song it's a great animated sequence and they reference Arrested Development and I'm (laughs) all for that it's amazing We we stand and rest the development. It also
1: platform. is, like, you have to think about how, like, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Frozen was a joggernaut. So, yeah. like, like we were, are talking about the animation with do you want to build a snowman? But it's also here, and they're, you know, up on the roof, and they're doing the robot, and yeah, they man. have the clock, and, like, all of that is so beautiful and so smart. They're
0: popping out mm-hmm. the doors in the stable. Right? right.
1: Like, it's, it's, I don't know it's the so
0: heart <laughs> I mean, I I'm I would say push it forward. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's do it. Sticking on with Frozen. Ladies and gentlemen, guess what we're talking about? Let it go. Written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Performed by Adele, Adele Dazeem, a.k.a. Adina Menzel, as Elsa. In the scene, Elsa has fled Arendelle soon after her ice powers are discovered. The song was nominated for golden globe for best original song it won the oscar for the same category it is performed by demi lovato for the end credits it is featured on an episode of glee sung by leah michelle's rachel berry whose mom on the show is played by adina menzel everything comes full circle um i mean let's i want to discuss the song but this This is this 64 has to include let it go
2: yes Yes, it is the most hyped up song on the planet but you know what I think it deserves every single moment of the hype. It's amazing.
1: It's one of those things that you have people who hate it just because they hate they hype. Hate it. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. don't like to feed into that. Um, I mean, just the other night, someone was saying to me, well, I don't like hype, so I don't like Chromatica. And it's like, okay, but you're just gonna hate it because of hype, like you can't do that. You have to objectively listen to it as a song. It's obviously a pivotal moment. It has, you know, the whole entire like gay, Background to it. Is that true? Is it not? I don't know, but there's still a fucking incredible reveal in the animation. Like, she, you know, she throws the fucking glove. Like, it is. She builds a castle.
0: She builds a fucking castle. I mean, and then as a. To uh, the music. To the music. To the music. (laughs) It's a climax on um, the Frozen Ever After ride. That's when you go backwards. Um, I mean, this song is great. Is it overhyped? We'll get to Frozen 2 in a little bit. (laughs) Um but it 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 is it, it's it's, it's my it's biggest... my
2: favorite bridge of any Disney song. The bridge it, of this song is so good.
0: This really I mean, we we talked about the impact that prince of the Frog and Tangle made on Disney. This song made Disney Disney again in a way. It yeah, reminded I that, us that because Pixar we, was
2: the one pushing forward until Frozen really hit.
0: Exactly. Like this was the reason why people are looking at Disney again and being like, okay. They're, they're contenders, and they're going to give us the things that we used to love. The, like, the nostalgia was back with Frozen. It wasn't the same animation that we were used to, but it was the same Disney feeling. And Let It Go just blew up.
1: It it literally, there's just so much magic yeah. in it um, on all of the levels of what Disney magic is. There's actual, sure. li- literal magic happening. There is like the colors of the cast and you like I don't know it's just such like a freeing moment
0: yeah Mhm. Yeah. it's going through Live your I mean, truth. yeah it's a beautiful song and um, the Debbie
1: Lovato version is fucking slays
0: well she can sing it a little better than Adina but that's a different I don't conversation know, I love Adina
1: I will always love Adina I'm
0: sorry she's a great recording artist Live well, i singing not so much anymore
1: not anymore, but like.
0: That's why I she's mean, a great recording artist.
1: I've seen, I saw her both in Rent and in and in Wicked. So like.
0: Ooh, lucky you! You, know. you saw Rent in '96. Maybe not. I would say. <laughs> I saw adina Menzel with Adam Pascal in Aida.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we have to push it through. Of course, so. it's,
0: it's going through. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you, again, I would feel like this sit, top 64 was incomplete without Let It Go. Should we just cut it? <laughs> oh, people would freak the fuck out. Um, but a song that could be cut. Let's discuss uh, the last entry from Frozen. It's Fixer Upper, uh, oh. written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez, performed by Maya Wilson as Bolda and the Troll Chorus. The song brings Anna and Kristoff together and strengthens their romantic connection. I just love the song. I wanted to talk about it. Do I know it's going to be a cut song? That's fine. It's cool.
2: It has my favorite lyric of any Disney song. And I don't just see no when No. When they're talking about uh, Christoph's problems and the one little, little troll's like, he only likes to tinkle in the woods.
0: <laughs> it's such a I fun, love cute that. moment.
1: It um, is. It... it is very cute. It's, there's a lot of family and a lot of heart there, you know, yeah. but it's, skippable
0: yeah i i think it, again it's one of those moments where it, it's necessary for the feeling and the moments because we're about to get into some dark territory in the story that having this light moment was important could the song have been cut and changed into dialogue and still have frozen be frozen yes but it's a really cute number and i, I think it um it's really the only time we get to see Kristoff's backstory um, because even in Frozen Two, we get like glimpses, but we, Kristoff just doesn't feel like a complete character to me.
1: Well, you're—it's—he's not really supposed to be because he uh, was so on his on his own and right. like, you know didn't like he. I think it's—I sort of think him I mean, and the it, reindeer song say everything. He's just reindeer. Oh, he's a yeah. reindeer man. Right. He's more complete with Anna. Yeah. So he oh, does. Anna. So he doesn't get a backstory, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, I think this one, uh, if at this point we put through three Frozen, I think this is the cut.
1: I'm fine with it. Yep.
0: All right. Sorry, trolls. We should let it go. We're tinkling in the woods. Mm-hmm. We're moving on to 2016, another big jump. We are talking about Zootopia and the song Try Everything, written by Sia and Stargate, performed by Shakira as Gazelle. The song is heard as Judy Hopps rides a train to Zootopia. I love this song. It's so good. It's Wait,
1: so good. I'm gagged that it was Sia, which means that there's a version of her singing it somewhere for like a demo. So like Witch. I want to hear that.
0: Yes, because it was written by Sia.
1: I mean, yeah, she- wrote a
0: Disney song.
1: Yeah, I love that. I mean, I love it. It's definitely a standout in the movie. Shakira is great at it. It's I listen to it all the time. It's on my you got this playlist if yeah. I'm ever feeling anxiety and there's something big happening or like it's it's a good feel good like, you got this, you know? Yeah.
2: And Sexy Tigers. Yeah. It's a furry's dream. <laughs> Every yeah, I mean, furry's and, dream is this movie.
0: Yeah, she, and she um, kind of um, made reference to it at the Super Bowl. Yep. Um, I, 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 just
1: I think what thankful. is
0: really interesting about this song, because like, I'm sure this is one that people will be like, I don't even remember the song. It's underscoring music, but it also is within the movie, yeah, it's part of the world. Exactly, and that's what's kind it's of. It's cool gazelle it. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a word for that. I forget what that word is. Yeah, I'm, I'm too too tired exactly. to figure out important things like that. But no, I think um, this definitely should move forward. I know that may be a controversial decision, but I think the three of us really have strong feelings on this song. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. Right. I I think it also you do have to give it. There is some like. You know, we are three gay men, so there mm-hmm. is like, there is this like pop star quality to sure. it, you know, which mm-hmm. is very, um, some people could forget it, but like for me, I was like, oh, th- I, yes, you know? Yeah.
2: All right. Try everything. Moving forward. Also, I feel like it's one of, sorry to, go for I was it. Go up, for it. It's, uh, diegetic.
0: That's the word. Diagenic,
2: Okay. Diegetic. Um, I'm learning these things. One of the few, Songs I feel like on the list that really like has this strong message of unity, of being together. Of Absolutely. Togetherness.
0: Yeah. I mean it is definitely a pump-up song. Try everything. Yeah. Alright. Moving on. Twenty sixteen, same year. Talking about Moana. Um, beginning with How Far I'll Go. Written by Lynn Manuel Miranda. It is performed by Aloy Lo as Moana. It's an I Want song, and she's driven out to the water despite her father's wishes. There is a end credits version performed by Alicia Cara. The song was nominated for Best Original Song at the Oscars and Golden Globes. Yet again, another song that I think needs to make it to the top 64 um, because it really redefined Disney again.
2: I cried during the reprise with the grandmother. Mm -hmm. I just cried every single time. This song is so good. And it just really gets into the deep feeling of need.
1: Yeah. I think it was really smart of Disney to grab up LMMM. Even though I'm not a huge
0: fan of him, I agree.
1: Yeah, I mean, even, I know they're like, you know, Disney Plus and Hamilton and all that, and there's some stuff about what he has done that isn't really that good around Hamilton. Um, but that aside, it's, it's a great song. A great song. Did not, it, 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 like, I mean, I have nieces and they kind of love Moana a little bit more than Frozen. And they, lo- and I think people do, pref- some people do prefer Moana to Frozen. Absolutely. And I think that she sings it so well. Um, she, um she did it on the um what was the COVID thing that they were doing like abc sing-along family Sing along. Sing along. The, oh yeah sing-along. she's singing on that and it could not have been just like the recording and maybe she was lip-syncing i don't know but like she sounded so good yeah and it it um with the animation it makes it better
2: like her crashing sure. into the waves
1: and doing it. yeah that, i, I so think amazing. by by itself it's really good but in, with the animation
0: it's even stronger Yeah, I will say like maybe it's my lack of love for Lin-Manuel Miranda the first couple times I heard it there were some musical moments and I was like that hurts my ears I don't like that like that one um, uh, time he's about to do a key change but he doesn't it, it's got that wh- it hurt, bothered me but then you listen to it more you're like I hear the journey because now you're, I'm going on the ride with Moana Um, because like Lin-Manuel Miranda does some interesting musical decisions in all his shows Um, some that are not necessarily pleasing but it's more storytelling
1: and also something that we haven't brought up at all yet is um, sing along and like singing along with it Mm -hmm. and being Mm -hmm. like the fact that I mean I'm surprised that we didn't bring that up yet With with Let It Go with Let It Go but um you can belt it you know you're in your car mm-hmm. you're alone you're listening to it and the fact that like it ends on this huge yeah. you know note and like it's it's it it's fun it does what it needs to do
0: so yeah, yeah. it's
2: accessible for everybody
0: yeah yeah. all right i guess we're going to move forward with it and we have another entry from moana and this one i'm going to put a question mark on and and, and it's you're welcome written by lin-manuel miranda performed by dwayne the rock johnson as maui as he sings about his accomplishments as the hero of men um i would have probably probably originally initially put it through but looking at what is to come still i think i may cut this i'm not as in love with it as i thought i was
1: i would i would chop it as well um i like i said i'll refer back to my nieces and my family and watching moana it, it definitely grows on you, and it definitely gets stuck in sure. your head. And it's weird that it's the rock, you know. And like, I, and it's good. I just, yeah, it's just very bizarre. And it works, but like, I, no, I'm I'm fine without it.
2: I reference this song all the time. I will say well, that's also all the other thing. It does time. have
1: this. Like, my mom has literally texted me, "You're welcome," and then in parentheses been like, "Sung like Moana, like." So there is definitely that attachment, I
0: guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not in love with it, like, because it was one of those songs when I first made the list. I was like, okay, this could be a contender, and then I was like, wait, I have to dig a little bit deeper. On like, no, your welcome's going to get cut immediately. Um, I I so I'm not. I don't. And know I love this the animation a, with his tattoos. It's yeah, so it's, 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 it's so interesting. It's so cool. Interesting. And um, little like,
2: Maui is so cute.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a, it, another great animated moment. Um, like I, when I put out the list to our um, all the panelists, um, someone was like you put your welcome over Shiny. I was like why would you put Shiny? Then I listened to Shiny. I, like, <gasps> oh, I love uh, Shiny. I don't know. But well, I think, it cause I good, think they, but it's annoying to me. Right, I think Shiny and Your ah. Welcome live in the same world where they're they're not the lead character songs and it's all about Moana and like they're not top 64 Disney songs necessarily. You know? Yeah. So that's I'm, I'm disagreeing. disagreeing yeah, but, I know. Uh, that's why we have the panel. That's where, where we're at. Um, so it's a and block right now. And we're going to move into our final entry from 2019. It's Frozen 2. Um, this is perhaps not only the sequel movie, it's the sequel song. To so let it go, we're starting off with Into the Unknown, written by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez. Performed by Adina Menzel as Elsa, as she has a reluctance and urge to follow the mysterious voice calling to her. Panic at the Disco performs a song during the end credits. The song was nominated for the Oscar and Golden Globe for Best Original Song. Um, there was a debate I saw on uh, Facebook. Uh, Sean Heffern, um had a very lengthy discussion with his um, Facebook followers about Is Into the Unknown a better song than Let It Go? Maybe. This just
1: occurred I'm, to me, this just, sorry Tim, you want to go? No,
0: no, go ahead, go ahead.
1: What just occurred to me right now is that, this, is that if Let It Go is moving us forward, because the whole thing really is a build, Yeah. then Into the Unknown brings us like length, because mm-hmm. like both in orchestration and vocals, but it gives us like these different layers of like, okay, what's happening now? Because now we're in a sequel. I don't know. It's, it's definitely grows on you. Like, you need to listen to it more. Whereas Let It Go is like one and done.
0: Really. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting, interesting. I mean, because uh, there also is a debate with Into the Unknown with the song we'll talk about last, Share Yourself, which is a better song. And they're both fucking incredible. Um, but Into the Unknown, in this context, moving forward, chopping block, whatever. Is this a top uh, 64 Disney song? I think it is. And
2: the meme ability of it's fantastic. Yeah. It's the one where it's Elsa singing and someone is in bed trying to stay awake and it's like, Arendelle, 3am, trying to sleep, with Elsa singing.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, again, this was used in so much promotional material. We didn't get the full song, but we got the um, the ahs the silent like, song. Right, we got, we heard that, and we knew there was something coming. And when it, we saw the moment with the horse and the waves, you're like, "This is what I loved." It kind of got tingles. Like yeah.
1: it, yeah. It also is. I mean, shout out to what's her name again? I'm sorry. Adina Menzel. No, it's because it's not Adina. It's the other one.
0: Oh, I don't have it on beat. my notes. Oh,
1: okay, hold on. Um.
0: Aurora, I think it is.
1: Aurora, yes, her yeah. name's Aurora. Like that whole thing is her, and that's what yeah. gets stuck in your mind, and that is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it definitely. I mean, from like a, the from like the drag nightlife perspective, like to me that was like the new Beyonce. Like, ah, ah like people were doing yeah like an Aurora call back and forth to people, and like, mm-hmm. it's good. Yep. is it let it go no
2: i don't think it is but it's fantastic
0: it is yeah. all right so we're gonna move on to our next song um
1: i know this is your favorite
0: it's gonna get this cut. is the one i'm actually going to fight my everything for it's lost in the woods written by chris anderson lopez and robert lopez performed by jonathan groff as christoph and serves as an 80s inspired fantasy sequence it is performed by weezer in the end credits and this has now actually become my favorite Disney song ever. I love Lost in the Woods. This, I saw the, the, the movie in theaters. I got I went to see it. This is the first time in a Disney movie where I just was so giddy and happy. And it's because I do have a love for 80s music and Queen specifically. So when you're giving me fucking deer, reindeer and Queen, and jonathan groff all at once i was like this is brilliant and it's a good fucking written song i love lost in the woods i'm fighting for it
1: (laughs) i don't disagree with you i think it is really good i think the issue is is like why to
2: me it's very fixer-upper of well, again, Frozen it goes... Two, it, where it, I love it. It's a great song that I'm like... It, it gives depth to Kristoff, right, but it's, it's, the it, movie's it, not about Kristoff.
0: Sure. In a way, it, I mean, who... It, well, like, let, let's ask that question. Frozen 2, who is the movie about? Elsa and Anna and their relationship with each other still.
2: Okay. I and their relationship to the world around them.
0: Interesting. I would say it's more of an Anna film and in a way it's Anna and her relationship. So in a way, Kristoff and his backstory for this is kind of important for her, um, because she has found the person who will literally do anything for her.
1: I've only I only saw it once in theaters. Um but I would say it's still I guess I would say it is more Anna focused because she it's with both it's with two relationships now. Yeah. Whereas Frozen was just the one relationship with her sister. So if that if she's the center of both of the Venn diagram, then like, yes, I guess it's Anna. But I mean, we were talking about in Frozen how like we didn't really give him character development and then here it is a little bit. But I don't know. To me, it just like didn't flow. Because yeah, it was like a, a weird, weird moment. stop in the action. Yeah, it was like a weird moment, but but singularly... Yes, beautiful. I obviously, you know, that I also adore Queen, um, and that moment was great. Which is also weird because that I feel like Disney, what Disney does well, is like these subtle nods, and like that was not a subtle nod at no, all. No, I mean, if that you was haven't, just the nod that was, you know, taken strictly from straight Logan up baby power. Yeah, like if yeah. you
0: have not watched the uh, Weezer music video, that is a shot for shot recreation of this moment in the movie. Featuring Kristen Bell, it's so fucking good. Wow. Um, it's, it, I, I don't know. I. This was the first time that I felt a Disney song really connect with me.
1: As a 32-year-old?
0: Uh, I mean, uh, ever. Right. Okay. Like, I, th- they always existed. I always liked them. But this is the first time, uh, maybe it's because I saw it in theaters. And a lot of other movies recently I haven't been able to see in theaters. It was it was a moment where I remember watching a movie, and that for me is rare.
1: I mean, I'll push it through for you. Okay.
0: I mean, yeah. Listen, when, when we go back, and if if it becomes very adamant that like we need to possibly remove it, we can discuss it. But I I think for me, I I kind of I'll let it lose the first round in sixty four. But I think it's. A di- again, spe- especially on this list, we don't have a, a Prince song. There aren't many. There aren't many, and there's not many even earlier on. I think only was- what Prince,
2: the Prince, and Snow White has one. Mm-hmm. Which did move forward?
0: Um, because that was a pitch. Oh, good.
2: I'm glad. Pitched. Yeah, and, I um, love that. That's one of my favorite songs.
1: I mean, do you? I mean, do you count Aladdin? Not really, because all of it is pre, being a prince. And
0: I mean, even prince so, like, he, he has one. He only had one song that moved forward, and that was um, "A Whole New World." Wow. He doesn't really have that much. Disney Prince is not 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 the great combo. You
1: have Prince Sabine.
0: But he does. What What's his big song? Did we move that forward? I Which one? Remember. No, we did it, right?
2: Uh, no, no, the um
0: when we're human when when we're human now. very interesting maybe we'll do a prince showdown one day and be like all right lost in the woods
1: i say yes okay
0: let's let's move it forward right now and we're going to talk about our last song which i I feel like potentially is another move forward but it is show yourself written by robert lopez kristen anderson lopez performed by adina menzel as elsa as she accepts and learns her role as an iconic with an iconic costume change this to some people, is an equivalent to Let It Go because it is another queer-friendly moment. Listening to it, I've definitely had those vibes. I think, to me, remember when we were saying
2: about Do You Want to Build a little Snowman, how much is dependent on the animation and how mm-hmm. much you're actually visually seeing, as opposed to if you're just listening to it? I think like the song is very much that of okay. the same vibe, where there's a lot of instrumental, there's a lot of stuff that Else is doing with the, with the, what are the the elementals and yeah, I like it but I feel like I like Into the Unknown more okay as a song. I All have right. to
0: agree with everything Tim said. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, no. Again, like what's interesting though, I think this is the 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 best vocals from Adina Menzel. I think this fits her voice best because I think it's the most raw. Where she's not like, yeah, she belts, but she gets to emote through a song as opposed to the others where it's like, give us a Disney song. Um, Yeah, Show Yourself was one of those moments in the movie where I was like, I didn't expect her to have another big song. It's a very
2: expositioning song.
0: It is. It is very expositioning. But it is still very, very beautiful. And I know it is, again, another queer friendly moment because do we even know if Elsa's gay yet? Frozen 3? She could be ace. She could be ace. She, she very well could be. That would be new for Disney. Ain't so nobody I'm... got
1: time for love?
0: She's ruling shit. I she think that there are a
1: ton of asexual characters already.
0: Yeah, like who? Philoctetes. Uh, I'm kidding. He's not. No, he's not. He's very
2: straight. He's always chasing the ladies. I
0: know. That's why it's so funny. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right, So show yourself. Anything else we want to say on it before we decide if we're moving it forward or not? I feel like you're both saying chopping block on it. I'm it saying
1: chopping beautiful. block. It is beautiful, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't. It, it's l- less memorable than Into the Unknown for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that they did that because, to your point, like we got show your we got Into the Unknown in the commercials and the, yeah. the trailers and stuff that we kind of were already conditioned to want it more that's
0: fair that's very fair well we are now at the point of the podcast where i'm going to ask one of you to do my counting for me and we're going to discuss we're going to list off the songs that are either cut or chopping block to see if we have 11 songs to cut if we have more we can put some back in and discuss which ones if there are less we have to start cutting more who wants to do my counting for me I got a pencil. Great. All right. So the the chopping block cut songs, we have look through my eyes. Welcome. No way out. Will the sun ever shine again? Down in New Orleans. When we're human. When will my life begin? Fixer upper. You're welcome. And show yourself. I got 10 oopsie okay all right so now at we're ten. at a point so we need gotta, to cut one more right we have to cut one more so right now from the ones that are cut chopping block are there any that you were like i need that back in welcome i think i am too I, not you're welcome welcome yeah welcome oh, i think God. i'm i know i don't have we don't it's, have anything
1: from brother bear right
0: we have nothing from brother bear do we need anything from brother bear well, that's the question. I mean, our, like that's the thing. It's like, and I we're feel gonna... like
2: "Welcome" is such a it's, it's a musical it's generic. song generic. in a song in a movie that doesn't have musical
1: well, I like guess musical the question, theatery
2: moments. The question you know? would be like then, the bears
1: could all be singing that, and it yeah. breaks
2: its own sort of structure. You want to put that. in
1: Michael? You'd want to put "Welcome" in over "Into the Woods." No. Yep. Yes.
0: No, no, I would I would
1: I lost in the woods. What did I say? Into the, Into woods. the woods. No, like I would keep I would
0: keep lost in the woods over welcome. And that's the thing. It's yeah. like I'm trying to look through this list and see what what I would cut for um uh welcome. I'm not that's where I'm I'm personally not sure what I would include. I mean, maybe the the one song out here that I'm like I would be willing to cut is I thought I lost you. I did
2: not say even that little patch
0: yeah, Little Patch is another one um, that I would consider as well. Because, um, I, I mean, we're already going to be cutting Will the Sun Ever Shine Again, and that's the one I would pick. So I w- I'm okay cutting um, Little Patch.
2: I just, I don't like Brother Bear. That movie frustrates me.
0: I mean, yeah, that's why it kind of flopped. Okay. I so, mean... I mean, so the question is, first, which what song are we cutting out and then if we are going to replace welcome what would it be so i feel like right now we're in a debate between i thought i lost you and little patch of heaven are there any other songs that you think should be removed
1: no i think we did a really no i think
2: we did do a good job all
0: right so we didn't fight
2: I just want to see well, this I mean, we, knockout we, dragon
0: fight. For I mean, the we 90s. still have one more decision to make if we're because I guess we're in an agreement we're gonna not include Welcome, off.
1: Well, yeah, I thought we just put in Lost in the List.
0: Right, we still have to cut one more song. So what? we
1: had ten. We've got eleven to cut. We've oh, we cut. We oh, cut
0: eleven. 11. Is there... Um... Then is Little
2: Patch or Thought I Lost You. I think Thought I Lost You is less memorable than Little Patch.
0: Yeah.
2: That's my vote. Ariella. We still... Okay. So should we go through the list of songs that went through? Sure. Yes.
0: Hawaiian Roller Coaster.
1: Wait, Wait so we have to cut one of what you're about to say?
0: Yes yes correct okay so we have hawaiian roller coaster ride through little patch of heaven i thought i lost you almost there friends on the other side dig a little deeper mother knows best i see the light do you want to build a snowman love is an open door let it go try everything how far i'll go into the unknown lost in the woods
1: I think it's. I have to go. Little patch because. I think that the I thought I lost you was like, you know, using the Disney Channel star at the time. Sure. Kind of a standalone. I just don't
2: like, think it has any long. I don't think either of these songs has much longevity. No. I think if we cut both of them, nobody would care. Right. I mean,
0: well, that's. So we the question could like, add
2: in welcome to appease the bear community if we sell one.
0: I mean, I would be okay with that. I would cut out I would take I would be willing to take away I thought I lost you in favor of welcome
2: and then just lose little patch altogether.
0: yeah.
1: you're welcome or welcome.
2: no welcome welcome
1: Brother they're Bear. welcome. So cut will the sun ever shine and no, no, no. we cut that original no,
0: that's already cut. Oh, no, I'm that's sorry I'm
1: sorry little patch cut, I thought wait, excuse me cut, I thought I lost you and little patch
2: yes, and then put back in and they welcome. welcome
1: yes. I think that's fair. I think that right. that gives like, Phil his, his moment. I don't know what came through with Tarzan,
0: so like, I'd like You'll that. You'll be in my heart, and that's it. Strangers
1: like me didn't go through? Girl, you should have had me on that one. I I,
0: it was a fight, it was a, literally a fight. <laughs> did um, you be prepared to make it? I, I believe it did. Ah, thank Jesus. It was, it was very close to, it was in discussion. Uh, I don't know if you can um, jump my scar stuff yeah, animal. I mean, I definitely fan.
1: think that I I feel I mean, good about that. I mean, our... if we're I mean, if we're gonna call the spade a spade, I think we did have the easiest because we didn't have that. We much. Have the shortest,
0: mm-hmm. sure, yeah,
1: right, the shortest, and also it's it's different because we're in a different headspace, you know, we're different. Yeah. True, we don't have but, that nostalgia washing right, over our right. emotions. It's, it's it's you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking through this. I think there are a few that I'm a little... That, like, there's really maybe one song that I'm sad about and that Show Yourself, but I'm not, like, broken up about it. Um, well,
1: what would you want to swap that for, then?
0: I mean, I, I, for me personally, it would be Do You Want to Build a Snowman, but I think the listeners and people, Disney fans, would probably pick Do You Want to Build a Snowman over Show Yourself, I think. I could be I, totally wrong. I,
1: I don't disagree with that.
0: Um, I, I, I again, uh, seven years of do you want to build a snowman compared to coronavirus, show yourself. We haven't really had a time to hear it. Hear, show yourself and know um, it and see exactly. it being
1: done and celebrate. People it. are always knocking.
0: Right. I mean, it, would it will it be included in a Disney parade or a Disney fireworks show? Who knows? We don't know yet. Cause we know jack shit what's going to happen soon um and so it, it's hard to it's this is a lot harder to do like what is the longevity of a disney song because this the 21st century and we're still living it um and disney is still playing around with their songs right um right um. so but again if if i i'm okay with losing it because again i've lost a lot of other things in the other list that i have to be okay with and that's the fun of this is we're all here bringing our different perspectives and it's not a podcast dictatorship Except when it comes to nice lost in the woods. Yeah. Except yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <Except in> Literally, <laughs> of the three podcasts, every, like every anyone who spoke to me that was the song I was going to fight hard for just because I'll let it lose the first round but I need it in my top 64. Um yeah, I th- I'm I'm happy with this list, y'all. Feeling good? Yeah. I feel, I feel good as well. So now
1: let me yeah. ask you this. What yeah. are we all being brought back or we like you're making your a bracket for like the public?
0: So what will happen next great question Um, and what a nice segue everyone will be listening Uh, you'll have you'll get to hear Uh, what's going to happen next is there's going to be a top 64 bracket. What will happen is I will ask my panelists to do some work and rank their song all this all 64 from one to 64 and I will then use that for the seedings the fourth installment of the podcast i will bring back one person from each podcast i will be there and our disney expert chiffon Dior, will be number five um so it's someone who's been in all podcasts someone who's not been on any podcast and one representation from each john uh era um will do decide each bracket like who moves forward and who does not um so it's going to be a lot of fun to hear that When i'm sure that's going to be our longest podcast in the history of lock talk um, but yeah I, this these podcasts were our opportunity to discuss the songs individually next we will be comparing contrasting and fighting for what songs Ooh, will be moving forward so, yes, it, it, the final Clack. one will be um, five because could you imagine me and ten people trying to <laughs> it would not work yeah, it would not work um, but there will be opportunities for everyone's opinions to be in there because you're all going to get to Decide your ranking and how that will affect the ultimate list. That's so daunting to me, but it's fun. It's it'll be ranking
2: fun. it from one to sixty-four is rough.
0: Yeah,
1: I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know what you have set up, but I would rank the like the timeline again. So do originals, Renaissance.
0: Well, I like, mean, because like technically, you would need four brackets in order to do it, and there's just no way to cut the Disney canon into four parts unfortunately um, because then like p- part two would have been like um, Alice in Wonderland to Oliver and Company and that would have been the most boring podcast in the history of the world <laughs> um, and like again I was not going to be able you, could, you can't cut songs from that and like lose others in other categories so that was part of that decision um, so, I mean the other option is I could try to compare like songs and be like alright here's the all I want songs but is that even fair I don't know So I want to try to be as like arbitrary with the rankings. So giving the power to the panelists, I think, is the fairest right now. If everyone's opposed to it, then we'll we'll find something else. But um, that's going to be the next step: is putting the bracket together and getting our new panel together to decide the ultimate winner.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: It's going. Can't wait for
2: let it go to win.
0: You think? You think?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We'll see.
0: That's what's it could be, be lost in
2: the woods. Who knows?
0: Listen, if lost in the Act woods, of we'll, God. Listen, I'm not gonna. I am not i will not predict it will, but I will take it. Um, where can we find you on social media and Venmo if you'd like to share that as well?
1: I'm at Harry Lagrande on both Venmo and Instagram. That's H A I R E O L A G R A N D E. Tim. I
2: uh, I lead a boring little Disney World life, so I don't really have one. None. it's no, mostly not even... just alcohol.
0: I Who do have. I, I have
2: the Instagram. I have the Instagram. It's Mad Fratter. M A D D F R A T T E R eight. There you go. That's my Instagram.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nifty. And for all the listeners, there's a little fun show coming up on August fourteenth. Elation, a digital drag drag dance party, Disney edition, um, 6 p.m. Zoom, hosted by Harry Olegrande. If you'd like to attend, uh, $6 Venmo to Harry Olegrande or PayPal. Um, And a portion of the cover will go to the Third Wave Fund. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, We have some really exciting Disney numbers, some twists on Disney numbers. Um, I wish you
2: could see Harriola surrounded by her Disney paraphernalia. Well, I it's mean, it's
0: astounding.
1: Yeah, did you take a picture yet?
0: No, I mean, show you have you have your animal too.
1: Show, I know yeah, my little scar.
0: He's great. And where's your Marie? Where's Marie? I have a Simba. Should I grab a, my Simba? Yeah, go get Simba too. All right. Cool. But we are going to have such a fun time with Disney elation. I'm really um,
1: excited. I definitely want to um, talk to you about it.
0: Yeah. Do you have any um, surprises for the listeners? Because we're still podcasting.
1: No, I don't want to give anything away. But it's gonna it's gonna be a good a good time.
0: It's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, this but, is original
2: from 1993.
0: Oh wow. my god, Baby Simba. Mm-hmm. He's in great mm-hmm. shape.
1: Yeah,
0: Thank we're, you. Where's Scar? Let's do this. Achoo. Adorable. Well. Thank you both for this fun podcast and, and for making me not scream at things this time. You are so welcome. You're welcome. This has been a lovely time. Yes, it has. I been. love this. A huge thanks to Hariola and Tim for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. Make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me what your favorite episode has been so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.